Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, checking out the weather, as a matter of fact. Uh, I should mention, by the way, Ellie is in for Brittany today because Brittany doesn't, you know, she's lazy. Just some days doesn't show up, you know. That's just kind of how it is, right? Yeah, she takes more days off than anybody that I've ever It's unbelievable. Yeah. So what is she doing again? She's studying for something. She's taking a class, <laughs> yeah. she said, of On some what? variety. Pharmaceutical something. Pharmacology. There or we drug go. dealing? Yeah, I think she's trying to be a nurse. Drug dealer. Yeah, she's slinging them pills. Pile of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Brittany with her pile of cocaine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyway, so here's the deal. Today, cloudy with scattered showers and an isolated thunderstorm, a high of 68. Tonight, lingering showers, a low of 56. Then Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a slight chance of an isolated shower, a high of 70. Thursday, partly sunny and 72. And then we'll figure out the rest of it. But it looks like it's going to be mostly sunny all weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But, you know, once again, I'd like to point out, as, as it, I say, it's cloudy and 60 now with a high of 68 later, maybe an isolated thunderstorm later. Catherine's leaving tomorrow for three days. That's typical. I hate that. <laughs> being abandoned. I hate being abandoned. <laughs> You know who hates that even more? Her? Jude. Oh, Jude oh, really oh. hates it. Yeah. Oh, God, does he have a fit. <laughs> Honestly, God, it, it, you got to meet Jude someday. It's our little dog. Oh, oh, okay. He's in, matter of fact, you'll run into him because he'll, he comes in for the podcast and all that stuff with Catherine. And honestly, God, I think he probably won't come in today because she's probably dropping him off over at Alex's house because she's leaving tomorrow, abandoning me yet again. <laughs> Let me get this right. So I'll go into work at 6 o'clock in the morning and then bring in the money home, and then you'll just go to New York. Is that how this is going to work? Oh, if you yeah. want to still come home to her, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Isn't that the That's phrase? That's true. Yeah. That's, that's very good, actually. There's no question about it. So, yeah, cloudy at 60, maybe an isolated thunderstorm. We'll see what happens there, all the rest of it. You know, I, just, I actually just realized something just struck me. That I wonder if all those writers from back like 15 years are going to come in and, and say that I'm homophobic, racist, and don't like pains in the ass. I had to make something up for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had to make something up for his title. Hey, I, I'm still here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm still here, man. You're dealing with it. That means you're growing. How are they going to deal with that, though? Me working with the very people they say that I hate. How, how are they going to handle this? I know. It was just occurring to me how objectively young the room is compared to you. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Get away from me. No wonder I don't like you people. I, I like her. She... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here we go. Tevin, that's where you chime in. What do you mean, you people? Yeah, right. yeah, what do you mean by you people? Right. What are you talking about, you people? No, I thought it's just so hilarious. I love this. That's the one thing I love about this job is you get to sit here on the air and go, you know what, folks, you're a massive pain in the ass and have no idea what you're talking about. And that is the one thing about Minnesota I do not like, and I could warn all three of you because you're very young. Watch the people talking behind your back and stabbing you, man, because Minnesota is really good at that. Yeah, and well, people love to give you that fake praise kind of to your face. Oh, and yeah. They love to almost oh, bond. Yeah. Not even just necessarily here in Minnesota, anywhere in the world. They love to bond over the things they don't like just as much as the things oh, they yeah. do like. But That's it's the passive aggression point. of thinking they're doing you a favor by not telling you to their to your face <laughs> these issues they have with you. It drives me personally insane. Yeah. I'm growing into it now. Well, you're, what, do you, what do you say you are, 12? <laughs> 25. 25. So. Well, 12, 25, what the hell. Compared to how old I am, that's very, very young. Yeah, that's 25 going on 13. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way of putting it. There's no question about it. But I just, uh, any big thing. I, I watched the news this morning, the local news and the national news this morning, and it's basically the same situation. There's this massive panic over who's going to be president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in a position I have no idea who the hell I'm going to vote for. Mm-hmm. And now, not only. <laughs> Not only have you got uh, you know Biden getting criticized a lot for the, the economy and this, and then Trump being arrested and being in charge. Now you got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. go, well, I'm going to run as a third-party candidate. What do you think of that? It's like, whoa, this thing is low. I don't know where the hell this is going to go. I have no idea where this is going to go. Do you guys have any? Do you think do you have a clue who the next president's going to be? I, I oh, go ahead. No, I just I wish I wish I had a more solid answer or a solid expectation. It's crazy to me that one president is could possibly end up in prison. I know. And he's still warring in popularity polls. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I don't that just says something about where we're at. That well, alone. I have doesn't a question. <laughs> don't you think they both should end up in prison? Cuz they're both a couple of thieves. I think Biden's an idiot. I think Trump's a little bit more of a crook. You don't think that Biden's a crook? Uh, I think they're all I, crooks. Okay, well, I'll truth. be honest. I think all politicians are crooks. Well, there you yeah. go. So we I, agree on that one. I think that, you know, he's the Democratic conservative, and it just kind of makes him a, a shysty liar um, when it comes to his policies. But I don't think that necessarily should land him in prison. Who knows about Hunter, but... <laughs> yeah, Hunter's... That's right. There's a third party here and here now. Hunter, but... Isn't that... A, you know, this probably should have happened about 10 other times where kid, where, where, where the president's kid did something that was really wrong or they took... How about this guy? What's his name? Menendez? He's got gold bars sewn into a suit coat. Do you what? hear about this no, guy? No, I've not heard about that. I think he's a senator in... Is it New Jersey? I, I think it, it, his name is uh, Michael Menendez, I think is his name. It's another day in American politics or Parks and Rec. I know. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, yeah, his name is Menendez. I think I know he's from the East Coast somewhere, and it's either like, I don't know, it's... it's Oh, Bob Menendez. Bob Menendez, okay. And where is he from? 
thought I said New Jersey here. I think it's a. I think he's a U.S. Yeah, senator. Yeah, New Jersey. A U.S. Senator from New Jersey. Now, he's up on all these charges, and they're pretty sure he's going to prison. Oh, he looks like a lunatic. (laughs) Well, that's a very good point. But it's kind of sad, isn't it, when you look back at all the... Well, I mean, I remember when I was a little kid growing up Roman Catholic, and my mother was just ecstatic when JFK got elected because he was the first Catholic president ever Mm -hmm. elected. And I'm all excited about it, blah, 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 blah. And I start reading up about him. I said, Mom, you... You know, the Kennedy family's in the mafia, don't you? Did you know that part of it? She goes, no. But they are Catholic, so I guess that does work. Right, yeah. You, you pick out the one endearing quality and you just roll with it. And... Exactly. I spent years like going to and working in elite summer camps, and there's always stories that circulate around around like celebrity kids, oh, political I bet. children, and the stories of the Kennedys on like yep. Knowles trips and stuff like that and the stuff <laughs> that was confiscated from their bags. That alone, I mean, Whoops. could land at least six kids in prison. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe they should. But yeah, you guys didn't hear about that. Huh? He's, he had half a million dollars in cash and a bunch of gold bars sewn into a sport coat in his closet. And he just said, I, you know who he told him he's hiding it from? The, Cuba. Oh, what? Boy. That's his getaway suit? Yeah, well, the, uh, the only problem is he was born in America. Yes, his parents were Cuban. Yeah. He was born in America, and he has to hide his money because he's worried that, you know, first of all, Castro's dead. I don't know if you know that or not, there. <laughs> but he thinks the Cubans are going to come and get his money. That's what he's claiming. He thinks the Cubans are going to invade America? That's correct. And they're going to stop at his closet. <laughs> <laughs> stop at his closet, and they're going to get his Where's that suit stuff. jacket? Yeah, no, I mean, oh. if you're, and it's hard if you're hiding money to that extreme, you're probably doing something wrong. Oh, like it's hard oh, to just talk yeah. yourself. Okay, you're, what do you need to hide your money from Cuba for then? Like there's something. Yeah, you we, deserve all the attention you're getting. Kevin, we don't understand. We're it's the psycho Cuba. rich psychology. I, yeah, the psychology of just like the <laughs> needing to hoard money despite mm. having an absurd amount of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they. Bury it in weird places like mega yachts. <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah, that's right. And you'll hear people all the time that are like more your average everyday person. Like, oh, I keep all my money under a mattress because I don't trust banks. I feel like that's a more logical explanation than I have to hide my money from Cuba. I have a question for you. Who is that comedian again where his brother stole all his money and buried it? And the, to this day, they don't know where it is. Oh. Dan, was it Dan something? He's a big time, big time comedy act. I don't I don't hear much about him anymore, so I, I don't know if it's because he went broke because his brother stole all his money or but apparently the money is still buried out there somewhere and he won't tell They're anybody. Dane Cook. Dane that Cook. That happened to yep. Dane Cook. That happened to Dane Cook. Really? That's exactly yeah, right. Stole millions from him. Millions and buried it and he won't tell anybody where he buried it. <laughs> that yeah, I mean there's not a lot of things that'll make you feel bad for Dane Cook, but that definitely does. Suck. Yeah, well, I have to agree with you on that one. Oh, isn't, I like Dane Cook. Isn't that terrible? Oh, yeah, then we won't, we won't ruin <laughs> Dane Cook for you. He's much, a very nice does guy. It, does it say how much he stole? Just millions? It said $15 it's, million. $15 million. Yeah, embezzled over the span of four years from his personal accounts. I think he was like his money manager or something. He was, yes, yeah. he was his money manager. But he will not tell his brother where the money is. <laughs> which I don't really under... Why don't you do a deal? I'll tell you what. If you tell me where the money is, we'll split it down the middle. And you get to live. And you get to stay alive. That's <laughs> and exactly you get to right. Stay alive. Well, he, he put his brother in jail. It looks like for it. He did. Yeah. yeah. His so. brother's in, yeah. still in jail. So did you serve your sentence? Can't you just 
either use the money or yeah, dig it up at yeah. this point. Honest to God, I was just thinking somebody in my family trying to, I'm going to bury your money. Boy, that take a long time, about a half an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like at that point, it's probably more personal because if it you're going to steal, you're going to use it. So if you're going to steal that much money and not use it, uh-huh. yeah, something, yeah, you really don't like your brother at all. I just don't understand. $15 million, your brother's probably treating you pretty well, don't you think, with that much money? You get to stay at the best hotels and do this and do that. I mean, he's probably treating you well since you're working for him. Well, you can only steal that amount of money if you're close to someone. That's the sad reality of, like, identity theft and financial theft. So they must have been, to some extent, close Mm -hmm. if he was managing his money. It's really sad, but what are you going to do? That's all I'm saying. I have never stolen money and buried it from my own brother. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Stolen no. booze money from my mom's purse. Well, that's a different <laughs> argument. <laughs> Maybe that happened. I'm not telling you. <laughs> I remember the only time my mother ever hit me. I, she, my mother was not a hitter at all. But I showed up at the front door. The two friends dropped me off at the front door. I was 15 and I was hammered. Right, Oof. And I'm giving it the... Bob and Weave deal at the front. You know what else happened? Uh, my mother looks at me and punched me right in the mouth. I never forget that. The only time she ever hit me, I was like, boom! Damn, Mom, you got a pretty good punch. Just immediately sobered up, and you're like, I guess I'm just going to oh, yeah. go to bed now. Yeah, well, It's the disrespect. Yeah. That's exactly what it was, too. Disrespecting my mother was not a good idea. Oof. Oh, well. You ever accidentally sent someone a photo meant for your eyes only? No. Have you guys? Nope. Uh, No. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ellie. Texted the wrong person, but yeah, no photos. Yeah. No photos? Well, I I sadly am young enough to have been on Snapchat in middle school. So that alone is a recipe for disaster. Okay. So, yes, some people I didn't intend. But honestly, like, one semi-racy picture maybe stupidly but honestly my worst was actually like talking about someone behind their back and messaging them that snapchat oh that's minnesota that's what you're supposed to do in minnesota and it wasn't like super mean and obvious but it was clear i was talking about them in another conversation Mm -hmm. from that snap you like screenshotted the text thread and just sent it right back to them as opposed to sending it to somebody else oh i've done that yeah yep Done that one. That's brutal. Really sorry I stay off of social media. Got to be honest with you. <laughs> no, you probably a much simpler life for you. Oh, to oh it is much simpler. Media. And I'm not screaming at people to go F themselves constantly. So that's good, too. Well, I mean, I envy people who didn't have access to Facebook when they were in high school and oh, middle yeah. school. It's yep. horrible for you. And when mm, your brain's developing is. and you're making all your worst decisions and... I mean, your school's already a social microcosm. Let's just give you an extra few hours online at home with the same exact bull, but... It's true. Yeah. So have you ever accidentally sent someone a photo meant for your eyes only? A 27-year-old guy asked Reddit for advice over the weekend after he accidentally sent a nude photo of his wife to her entire family. Oh, no. (laughs) That is so much worse than... And his entire family. Oh! (laughs) It even gets worse. Jeez. Uh, they just got married and were on their honeymoon. He shared a bunch of pics from their trip, including one of her topless in a hot tub. Luckily, it wasn't that bad. Her back was turned, so he couldn't see anything, but it was still racy, and some of her family members don't believe he sent it by mistake. So it's causing... Do you think the fact that she had her back turned, was this on purpose? It was, wasn't it? I don't 
think so. Just happened to be that her back was turned so you couldn't see the nudity, basically. Well, I, because that's like a common pose. I feel like that you'll see some people post on like social media. So if it was like front words, then it would feel like more like maybe he's trying to sneak. No, like the, the Bali pose where they have yeah. their arms up on like the rim of the tub, yep. oh, and you yeah. can't see their boobs, but you can see they don't have a top on. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't think it would be on purpose. You know what? I could never do that kind of stuff because I can't turn my head far enough. <laughs> I can't look behind me. Do that uh, sexy pose. Tom, turn your head more. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't do it. We got to get a uh, like a full Tom Bernard calendar. Oh, those yeah. Types of yeah. Yo, that's what you need. Yep. Oh, that's that's true. Spicy. That's yeah. Uh, so in any case, luckily it wasn't that bad. Her back was turned, so you couldn't see much. It's causing drama, though. Most people on Reddit said, don't worry about it. It was their honeymoon, and the photo wasn't that racy, so it'll blow over. But it got people talking about similar mistakes they've made. Uh-oh, here come the good ones. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not that bad. You no. don't see boob. No. And I think no. even no. if you did, it wouldn't be that bad. No big deal. That's the one thing that has always amazed me. It's like, oh, my God, look at those breasts. Yeah, they look like all the other ones. I mean, some are bigger, some are smaller, but... Whatever, right? I mean, I enjoy them, but it's yeah. like... Yeah, I, understand. I, understand. <laughs> I don't understand the hang-up of, of, like, breasts and nudity and, like, the breastfeeding in public and all that panic. Yeah. I'm like, move along. Don't stare. They're, yeah, they're boobs. <laughs> yeah, we're not 12 anymore, guys. Like, yeah, it's not down. full frontal. Jeez. Uh, one guy posted a photo of his topless wife looking out a window and didn't realize you could see her reflection in the glass. <laughs> Uh, another woman took a photo of an intimate area to send to her doctor, and it automatically got backed up to a shared folder online. And finally, another woman said she somehow posted a topless picture on Facebook eight years ago, and it still haunts her. I still don't understand how you do that by accident. Don't I've, you have to go through a couple of things to post it? Well, I've almost done that where, not like with like naked photos or anything, but when I worked at a job where I'd have to take pictures of people's IDs and be oh, in yeah. my library, yep. and as I'm like going through, like trying to like upload, it's very easy to accidentally like click on it, and now you upload multiple then. Oh, really? One. Yeah, so. I can I stay away from that too. Yeah. And the cloud also, I feel like there's, there's the this constant thing. panic about the cloud. If you ever like share a group of photos in like a family like sharing space there's always this panic that at some point you're going to like click the wrong option mm -hmm. and send that photo to that shared family group which sounds like exactly what a lot of these people probably did there should be somebody out there that's job is to go after the person whose picture was accidentally sent hey by the way lady your one boob's a lot higher than your other one you know just go after it make fun <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Good idea. Yeah, it's just not level. I don't like the look at all. What do you think? I mean, the Chinese are doing it. They're just not allowed to comment on yeah, the probably, photos. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> exactly. We have to take a break, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of stuff coming up in the show. Only in for Brittany, who's sitting around in her ass somewhere. What's she doing? Pretending to study? Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably just sleeping in, to be honest with slinging you. Pills, yep. Slinging pills, slinging pills. Is she one of those... Uh, zero percent people who don't know how to do math or read did you see those <laughs> stats yesterday no holy god our grammar schools are in huge trouble uh. across america hardly anyone can do math or read that's not good news oh, that makes me sad isn't that really sad isn't it I mean, st paul schools are good i know that well that's good Yay! To that. <laughs> why'd they kick you out him no, I mean I. <laughs> no. I did. I did. I did end up going private halfway through my See? public high school education. <laughs> Uncle Tommy guessed it. Absolutely. 
All right, we'll take a break. Be right back, ladies and gentlemen. You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Well, great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. Set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, Elian, for Brittany, who's uh, at, at school today, that she's a class today, that's it? Yep, yep. What it's all about? Yeah, she actually just texted me before the last break, uh, just ch- checking in, th- seeing how things are going on her way to class. So, uh, yeah, she's, she's being productive in some way. She doesn't know how to write. <laughs> she knows how to use a computer. She can type. Oh, she can right. type. Yeah, okay. it's voice to text. Voice to text. <laughs> <laughs> voice to text. Exactly. I love that. That works for me. No question about that. Uh, in any case, I have not seen the results of this. You know, that's one thing I'm, I'm, I, I really have to watch myself because when I go to the you know, complete sheets and the news stories and that kind of stuff, I have to be careful because they put some interesting stuff, but if you do too much of it, it gets... I don't know if it gets silly, but it gets kind of weird. Mm-hmm. You know, going with the one about the guy accidentally sending a nude picture, which really was her back was there. On the same page, what is the favorite alcohol of Minnesota? Do you know? Mm. I, I feel like it has to be beer. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. And if they're going like a specific beer, probably like a Hams or a Summit or a, some local spin to it. Yeah, so you think beer too? Oh. I mean, I think it has to be beer. Okay, that's what we all... Just with the bleed over from Wisconsin, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, many, so many breweries. So many breweries. Right. <laughs> no doubt about it. Some areas of our country love their whiskeys. Others love beer. Some poor soul somewhere is threatened, uh, treating themselves to some Boone's Farm. I haven't Ooh. heard Boone's Farm in years. I didn't even know they still made Boone's Farm. I thought it was like Zima, and it's just gone now. Zima, I used to have <laughs> yeah. Zima. I used to do that. Actually, I used to drink Boone's Farm, too, when I was a teenager. Gets, let's get some Boone's Farm, man. <laughs> a restaurant point-of-sale company released some data on the most popular alcohols by state. I know these might sound kind of silly to listeners, but I love reading this stuff because I love learning things like this. Like, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm assuming, like, in Kentucky, it's got to be whiskey because Kentucky whiskey is a very big deal. I'm assuming yeah. that's true, yeah, but like you don't know whiskey. Isn't you know? Yeah. Might not be. Moonshine. <laughs> Moonshine. <laughs> For example, min- oh, see, here we go. Minnesota drinks the most beer of any state. I didn't even know it was the number one Jeez. state on here. Minnesota drinks the most beer at 53% more than the national average. Holy God. That doesn't surprise me even. I mean. No, no I suppose not. We love our beer, and our beer culture in the yeah. summer is pretty unparalleled. And I, like, moved away for a little bit, and I love beer. And so I was, like, going to other people's breweries and everything. And they're crap in comparison. Yeah. We have good beer. I agree. No question about it. Back in the day when I was a much younger man, Dougie Dixon and I would get together and watch the Twins games. And he he always go, hey, Tom, you want a beer? I said, yeah, sounds good. So he'd go to the kitchen, come back with four beers and give me three of them. (laughs) Like, you're a smart ass. Of course, I did drink it about as fast as he drank the one. (laughs) So that might have been the reason why he did that. But, you know, I still think he's being a smart ass. Uh, Yeah, 53% more beer than a national average. Kansas is second, followed by Pennsylvania. For wine, the top three are Massachusetts, Florida, and Rhode Island. Of course they are. Ugh. I do love wine, though. I used to love drinking wine. I still got a lot of wine at the house. You guys should come over and drink some because it's just sitting there. 
Uh, for hard seltzer, I've never had a hard seltzer. Is that any good? You've never had one? I don't think so. What How? are they? No, I'll say probably not because you gave up drinking like 12, well before, yeah, well ago, before yeah. they were the popular. Right. It's essentially, I'll say similar to a Zima <clears throat> back in the day, just more flavorful and tastes a hell of a lot better. But oh, it's did, like, oh, yeah. did it really? Okay. I mean, it's essentially like you're like a LaCroix, except it's. I don't know if it's like infused is the right word to no, use. No, because it is like the earliest versions were like malted, so they were like brewed. Okay. They have carbs in them, so they are brewed. <laughs> there you have it. So that is the deal there. For hard seltzer, the top three are Ohio, Massachusetts, and Illinois. Ohio's really nuts about hard seltzer. 160% over the U.S. Jeez. Holy oh, my they love, goodness. They love their hard seltzer, man. As a college students, man, they slam seltzers. Oh, I bet. I bet they do. For whiskey, the top three are Kansas, Ohio, and Kentucky. Uh, for vodka, the top three. Now, what would the top? I, I would not have known this. The top three for vodka are who? New Russia. York. Okay, Russia. Yeah, New York. <laughs> Russia. Yes, that's a good guess. Vodka. Uh, top three are this one. The last one, I did not see this coming. Top three for vodka are Delaware, Rhode Island, and Florida. Hmm. I would never have seen Florida come. Yeah, what's going on in Florida? Is that Miami? Yeah. Do you think they include that in like mixed drinks? Yeah, well, probably. Yeah, yeah. like probably. not. You're not just drinking it straight. Yeah, does Disney have a liquor license? Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. so maybe it's just all the mixed uh, cocktails being served on Disney property. <laughs> maybe when your dad's book sells, he could take you to Disney World finally. At what did you say? Oh, with 45? our impeccable book sales. Do you know what book our selling is like? Impeccable book sale. Get on out there, the Barons. Oh, it's Help tough. me out. It's tough. Yeah, no it's, about that. you know, I, I always say it's like there's no money in books unless you're J.K. Rowling nowadays, because even if you're mildly successful, it's getting eaten up by a publisher who isn't yeah. really doing anything for you anymore. So basically, it's just like Hollywood now. Yeah, it's isn't that amazing? It's we'll creatives working for crap and spinning in circles right. and the people at the top telling them why they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. It's it's abuse of passion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, for gin, the top three are New York, Minnesota, and Massachusetts. Did okay, you know there's gin? New York for yeah. gin. Yeah. But Ma- Minnesota for gin is probably a winter thing, you think? A winter drink? Uh, juniper. I or, think it's because it's really native to our environment. No, that's true. That is true. Uh, they also notice that Texas is the highest consumer of tequila, followed by Georgia, Arizona, and Florida. So everybody down on the border, that makes sense, too. Uh, rum is most popular in Hawaii and Louisiana. Mm. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, brandy is the most popular in Wisconsin and hard cider, the most popular in Vermont, followed by Oregon and Washington State. So there you have it. So Minnesota likes its beer and it likes its vodka. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. No, and with the rum, gin, with the gin. rum in uh, Louisiana, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. they? So my family lives in Louisiana and like daiquiris are. Oof. hugely popular in mm. Louisiana. Like, there's drive... You can really? drive, do, like, a drive through order a daiquiri, and just zip off in your car. Like, it's a, it was like the wild, wild west whenever I go down and visit there. Everybody drinks daiquiris. So I love a daiquiri. No surprise. Behind the wheel? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, you pull up. It's like going through McDonald's. You're like, yeah, I'll take three <laughs> strawberry daiquiris. They, here you go. Can you still do that in Minnesota? Because you used to be able to do that in Minnesota, too, but I don't know if you can do that in No, we so. have the most absurd liquor laws. Right. They just started letting us buy alcohol on Sundays. Yeah, and they still won't let you do it after 6. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. On Sunday after 6, you can't buy it after 6. All nope. liquor stores close. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. 
I always thought it was because it was uh, for religious reasons is why we couldn't do Sunday sales. And then once the Super Bowl came, they're like, realized we're going to lose out on a ton of money because everybody's going to be expecting to buy alcohol before the game. So yeah. we have to. You know what I love about that argument? Oh, we're religious, so we don't drink. But it's okay for Jesus to turn one bottle of wine into a bottle of wine for 10,000 people. Right. <laughs> that was okay. It was like about not buying liquor on the Lord's Day. And then Why? at a certain point, I think the liquor lobby just decided they liked it because it gave an intrinsic like day off to yeah. the local liquor stores. Yeah. And they didn't have to compete with bigger box stores because yeah, they weren't allowed true. to sell at that yeah. time. And because right. well, it's the same in like the auto industry, how uh, like you can't buy a car on Sundays, like all the dealerships are closed. Like right. if they tried to reverse that, they'd be like, no, we want our day off. Like we're used to having Sunday. Yeah, yeah you're like essentially telling us yeah. we have to work. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How did religion get so involved with car sales and liquor? Like what? What has that got to do with it? I don't, I don't know. I grew up Catholic. Like I said, I went to Catholic school for nine years. It was great. Loved it. Went to public school. Didn't like that as much, but you know, it all works out. But I just, well, I got in a lot of trouble. I was in third grade, and I started school a year early. So in third grade, most people are what, like seven, eight, eight uh, years old? Yeah, then. I think so. Yeah, because I was just—I was six for the first two months, and then seven for the rest of the year. So, the priest comes in, and he's going to tell us all about in third grade about going to confession to eventually go to communion. And he's up there talking, and I don't know—it's just how I've always been. I'm still that way. I understand. I shouldn't be doing it, but I, there's something in here that goes wrong. But he's up there, and he goes, you have to understand one thing, though, children. When you're in the confessional and you're talking to me, actually, you're not talking directly to me. You're talking directly to God. And I said, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, he didn't like that at all. Some little smart-ass seven-year-old telling him, bullshit, you don't talk to God directly. I mean, you know, the sending hints and stuff, I suppose, but he made it sound like they were, yeah, so Bill, what's up today? Oh, is this you, God? Right. That's how we made it sound. It's, it always sounds so literal when you're seven years old and you're mm -hmm. just yes. learning everything and everything's literal to you. You're just kind of like, no, I know it's you. You're stupid. <laughs> right. That's exactly what it sounded like to him, I will tell you that. He was not a fan of mine for the rest of time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard to recover from that one. You yeah, well, I, that is very, very true. Great stuff at St. Joe's, though. My second grade teacher, uh, Sister Conchita was her name. She was, I believe, Haitian. And uh, her favorite thing to do was take the, you know, the metal end, the metal edge of a ruler mm -hmm. and whack you right on the knuckles with it. She loved doing that, man. Ah. That did hurt. There's <laughs> no question. Why do I know all the stories about how you get hurt by teachers? Well, because when fair. you were in school, like they were allowed to hit kids. Oh, yeah. well, absolutely, <laughs> they were. Like, as simple as that. <laughs> right. Now, like if you you get arrested if you just like yell at a kid uh, today. So yeah, you yeah. can't do anything. No. My girlfriend worked in the public school system as an SEA, and I mean, like she had you know her own can of worms with her students, but the kids they she had kids skipping class, but then just staying in school and running through the halls. That's and it. Mm -hmm. breaking into bathrooms to oh, smoke Jesus. pot oh, and God. screaming at teachers, calling her a bitch and everything. And Bitch, what's wrong with you? Essentially, it was just crazy. And she couldn't do anything. You can't touch them. They don't have enough teachers to staff it. Administrators aren't going to come down and remove them. And you want to know the saddest thing, the only thing teachers can do is call your parents. 
my parents don't care. They're like, they're at school. It's your problem. Right. Mm. No, that's very just a good point, actually. Isn't that your job when they're at school? Pretty right? much. Yeah. This, oh, well, I, I like the way they start this story. Is this news amazing or dismal? <laughs> that's a big swing. <laughs> Uh, there's reportedly a reboot of The Office in the world. Yeah, I don't know about that. Ugh. I love The Office. I was gonna say dismal. Uh, Probably dismal. You, yeah. you, it's you love The Office. Yeah, oh god, especially the super episodes where they're like forty minutes long. Oh my god, I do too. That's funny. I guess I, I wouldn't have pegged show. that for you for really? some reason. Yeah. Oh, I think he, Steve Carell, is brilliant. I know he's, he's unbelievable. In that he's show. an absolute gem, and everyone kind of revolves around him. And he, his absurdity grounds the other characters. Yeah. After he left, it was Correct. just off the rails, stupid, couldn't 100% watch it. 100% right. 100% right. And by the way, Brittany and I share the same, my, our favorite line from The Office, when Steve Carell says, I wouldn't say that I'm superstitious, but I am kind of stitious. <laughs> but I am a little stitious. <laughs> I'm a little stitious. Yeah. That's what it was. I am a little stitious. Oh, really, are you? <laughs> I, I that whole thing, his self importance and the his the people that work under him just look at him like you pain in the ass. I just love that. But did you ever watch the British version? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's British funny, but Ricky Gervais is just not the same character at a certain no. point. Mm-hmm. No. Like Michael Scott is such a good blend of that likability with yeah. the absurd arrogance. And like you almost want to buy into his narcissism because he really doesn't seem to know better. <laughs> no, he he doesn't even know he's narcissistic. No, <laughs> he just thinks that's how everybody is. But I will tell you, uh, uh, Ricky Gervais, I think, is one of the funniest human beings ever born. That boy is funny. I liked his early stuff better. I've... Is he getting too political now or something? Yeah, everyone is. That's everyone good. is. Yeah, Politics have ruined comedy. <laughs> Why? Go after everybody. I mean, Jesus, we're old enough to... Look, I don't care if you like Trump, you like Biden, whatever. Go after them. Who cares? They're multi-billionaires. They can take a punch. His <sighs> his opening monologues at, like I think, the Oscars or the Emmys have been gold. He just oh, calls I, out oh, everybody. Yeah. Phenomenal. He goes after, like, Harvey Weinstein, and it gets, like, oh, not... Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and everybody's like, what are you guys nervous about? He's your friend. Like, you're the one that... <laughs> You're the one who should be nervous. No, he is an excellent, excellent host. He is. There's no doubt about it. Very funny guy, too. No question about that. So, there's reportedly a reboot of The Office in the works. Unfortunately, there is absolutely no other news available except that it's uh, being developed by the original showrunner, Greg Daniels. Daniels spoke about a possible reboot a few years ago but said, quote, My biggest concern would be disappointing the fans. People will watch the entire series and then roll into watching it again. To me, that means we ended it properly. So should this happen, as beloved as this show is, I have a feeling we're in for a very heated debate. Well, doesn't it depend on who they put in it, but they're not going to go back and get all those people that were in the original one, I wouldn't think. No. And with shows like that, usually the long, as you keep trying to replace the iconic stars that made it popular, it's not going to end well. So it's just rip the Band-Aid off, call it a series. (laughs) We did that too. Well, well, that's a whole whole mess because they all were like dying. And well, they had the one guy that died with the drug overdose. Was it Corey Moncrief or something? Then they they had uh, Naya Rivera drowned in a lake after the show. Oh, that was just tragic. You didn't even talk about Puck. And yeah, Puck. Oh my gosh. He went to jail for like child pornography or something like that. Yeah. It's a whole disaster. He killed himself in prison then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They had the whole. Could you watch the documentary? Mm. Yep. 
called the, the glee curse. <laughs> I mean, I think when it comes to the office, you really only need one person to come back and you can frame it around them. But if you mm. don't get Steve Carell back, no, what are you true. doing? I don't no, want to watch right. like you try to put Dwight in his role again and make it work. Yeah, it does. It didn't. And I loved Dwight in his original role. Yeah. I thought he was fantastic. I thought everybody was fantastic in that show, you know? I thought that very well, very well cast. John Krasinski made a few bucks from being on that show, and now he produces every movie that comes out. He certainly doesn't need any more office <laughs> no. dollars. <laughs> no, he does not. But I, I don't know. I, I love the off cast, and I watch the super episodes. Uh, I can't remember where they are. Maybe on. They're on Peacock. Oh, Peacock. oh they're on Peacock. That's yeah, they're right. phenomenal. That's I love right. watching those. There, they've, there are scenes in them that have never been shown before. So it, I, I just, like I said, anybody comes up with says I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious is <laughs> gold for me. I'm stitious. I want you to know that. <laughs> but what the hell? Uh, what else is in the news? Oh, this is yeah. This looks really good. Three dead, one critical in Roseville murder suicide. Why don't we have a few more murders going on in uh, the United States of America? What do you say? Yeah, well, that one, it was, they think it was hallucinogenics that yeah. oh. were involved. Yeah, because they said, it was like, they just started randomly attacking him. He just yeah. managed to escape into a bedroom and call for help. But Is he the guy who kept saying, kill me, kill me, shoot me, shoot me? Is that the same I guy? I don't think so. Because there was a guy yesterday that they, they busted in on. He was brutalizing his family, and he just kept screaming, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. They never did. Yeah, no, the the guy that murdered the three people, he ended or murdered two people, critically injured one that escaped and called for help, and then he killed himself. Oh, he did kill himself. What the hell is cooking with the I will tell you, though, people's genuine, uh, I mean, not genuine, but center center focus on being so goddamn hateful now is going to destroy this world if we don't stop it. Yeah. People just hate one another. It's like, would you relax? I mean, why would I give a rat's ass if you were a Democrat or a Republican? Why would I care about that? You really shouldn't. Like, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> like, there's really no reason. Like, I'm, especially in politics, is people will vote just because, oh, you're a Democrat or just because you're a right, Republican. It's like right. you should be voting for the person. That's like, what I would do. Not yeah. the party, necessarily. Yeah, and I, again, my mother was a big-time Democrat. She loved being a Democrat, and I adored my mother. Well, most of my friends are, are very far left. I mean, the Don Shelby's of the world and... I go down the, and people just, you know, it's so funny. You know, I was joking around about the, you know, being anti-gay and anti-black back then. They never called me that now on the news. It still amazes me you're allowed to print something like that and you have no proof that it's true. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Because it obviously is not true and it never was. Why are they allowed to print things that they have no proof of whatsoever? That's the definition of modern cancel culture because yeah. at the end of the day it's yeah. an opinion and you can pull up two clips or like i always think of james gunn as the the victim in the, yeah, that yeah. scenario of like being able to cherry pick a bad joke from twitter 20 years previously that he got yelled at when that happened you know yeah <laughs> but uh you should have to answer if you're going to make that big an accusation you should have to prove it you get a lot yeah. of online hits when you publish an article that says well hey, check ex- this out this person exactly might be a right. racist right and then yeah, like really the only thing that you have to do is if you get backlash where you're like oh this is just slanderous where people are not you know on board with your article you they post a oh sorry our bad turns out it wasn't true and yeah you, you just keep it pushing like i think because was it hulk hogan's the only person that's really ever taken down the media yeah, yeah that's right for something that <laughs> yeah. they've done to i think that is true yeah 
Well, yeah, I just, I just thought, you know, you knew that wasn't true. It destroyed my voiceover career. So it did hurt me, there's no question. But then I just went and moved, made more money elsewhere so you can blow that out your ass if you want. <laughs> that's the way, seriously. I, I think that's why I piss off that kind of Minnesotan so much because I said, I don't give a shit what you do to me. I'm still going to succeed. You can go after me all you want, pal, but I'll just move somewhere else and you'll fail miserably because that's why you do things like that in the first place. If you have to go over to other people and lie about going after them, what does that tell you about your own brain and your own heart? Yeah, well, was, you, you got nothing. Yeah, it's, well, it's people's insecurities yeah. coming out. Like, that's with Deion Sanders. Right. Everybody's hating on him once they lose. And he's like, I know. they hate to see somebody that's confident, and in his case, black, like, wearing gold chains and doesn't fit like, the kind of well, norm. He, well, Lord, I think Deion Sanders is just fine. I yeah. think him and all his kids are just fine. <laughs> How many and kids he doesn't does need he you right. to be on his he's side. Like, does he have a lot of kids? He's like, I think he's Three? Five or six. Or is it, no. Oh, is it that many? Yeah, he's got like five. Damn, I was really he's trying got, to hope he wasn't fitting the stereotype. At his football team, he's got the DeAndrea, like the girl who's named after him. Mm -hmm. And then Dion Jr., who's not even on football. So that's at least four. And I think there's two Actually, others. I, I think you're right. I think it is five because he did recently come out and rank all of his favorite kids. Rank? <laughs> yes. He ranked his children. Yes. And everybody was oh. giving him shit for it. It was, but yeah, it was great. AJ. His expression, well, he's, he made a post, I think, like a year or two ago that was like, you know, uh, happy birthday to my favorite son and blah, blah, blah. And then he went into an interview like a week later. And somebody's like, hey, so I got to ask you about this Instagram post. You said your favorite son. I want to say is Shadur, uh, Shadur, yep. excuse me. Um, Shadur is his name? Shadur. No, Shadur. 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 Well, that's um, too close. He's about, to, <laughs> he's, he's about to be the Vikings' new starting quarterback, if, if all goes well. Oh, okay, I'm glad to hear it. But he was asked about it, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just a real parent. Don't act like you're a parent out there who doesn't have a favorite, favorite kid. You can act all you want. You know you love one more than the other. I'm just not it's, afraid to tell him. It's not true at all. <laughs> I mean, and Andy I don't, and Alex, I love one more than the other. Yeah, and I, I, I don't have kids, so I wouldn't know. So I, I'll, I'll let you maybe speak on it more. But, uh, yeah, he, he, and <laughs> after a game the other day, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, my other kid's stepping it up. He had two interceptions, so he's, he's working up the power rankings. And everybody's like, oh, what are you doing, man? And last published, Shadur was at 450, wasn't it? And uh, DeAndrea, or I can't even remember her name, but he's she's named after Dion. Mm -hmm. uh, she was 500. She was top in the rankings. Yeah. You know what's really funny about stories like that is you don't even realize it as you go through your life, and you guys will this will build up in your brains more and more and more. Is what happens to you when any story's brought up? You always think about how did that affect, and you don't do it intentionally; it just pops in your head. Like this story, for instance, that my, was my favorite child. My whole life when my father was around, which was not very much, but when he was around, he always referred to my older brother Terry as his number one son. So even when you brought it up just now, <laughs> there's no anger in there from me. I'm good with it all. You seem to have really let that one go. Yeah, yeah there's no yeah. doubt about it. Just it's water under the bridge water, at this point. It's water under the bridge. Why would you do that to your children? You're my number one son. Why would you say that? Because you're a lunatic and you think he that it somehow lunatic. matters to them. Yeah. and Well, it's true. Because I think, like, because it was a birthday post. Yeah. Right, AJ? Yeah, so it was probably a little more tongue-in-cheek. I don't think he actually has a power ranking, but because it's Dion and he has to take everything one step further, yeah, yeah he probably, in his mind, I wouldn't be surprised if he does have an actual power ranking. I want him to double down on this, though. And, like, when it comes to Christmas, 
Like, yeah. you need to post the power rankings. Like, That's number nice. one, you're getting an Xbox. If you're fifth on the list, you're getting socks. Yep. Like, a budget breakdown for the yeah. gifts for each rank. The higher the power ranking in, you know, for, for Dion's kids, the better the presents you get. You're yep. getting a Lambo. Yep. And, like, if one of them forgets to take, like, the garbage out, they slide down. Like, in the... There you go. Yeah. I like that. That's some clear thinking right there. Right. No, I just don't understand. How do you get it in your brain that one kid's better than the other ones? I, how does that even enter your head? I'm an only child. I knew I was the favorite. It was fantastic. The, and also terrible. Spins out of that. Is it, you're also the least favorite. I, yeah, that, trust me, true. I know. No, wait, wait. That was completely point. uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you prop yourself up, somebody's got to be there to knock you down. Are you kidding <laughs> Good God. Yeah, so don't do that to your children. Tell your children. No. I tell my wife, my children, and my grandchildren, I love them every day because I do. Look, look at the life they've given you, given me. Why wouldn't you be grateful, right? Right. Except for when Sage kicked me in the toe and it still hurts like a son of a bitch. But other than that, <laughs> kicked me right in the foot and like, oh, God, did that hurt. Was there any, is he going through like a kicking stage? Was this just a... He likes to hit me for some reason. Okay. I feel like that's a common theme with a few of your grandchildren. I think most men in Minnesota. <laughs> How old is he, like three? Four, five now. Oh, okay. He's five. So and he's like a, maybe a tiny bit old enough to know better, but he's still going to kick you. Oh, and punch me. He punches yeah. me, too, all the time. Yeah. Like, okay. That's yeah. going to hurt, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Five oh. years old, they could punch. Yeah. <laughs> he no probably does know that, like, does know better, like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, but I want to get the reaction but out I'm of But I'm doing him. it yep. anyway. That's <laughs> That's probably true. I mean, he's a great kid. And he, the one thing about him is interesting. When, when they come over and Fawny comes over and gives me a hug goodbye and Sage comes over, he hugs me and gives me a kiss. So he can kick me and kiss me. Aww. Those are the two things. <laughs> it's a wide range of emotions in this boy. I think it means he loves you. Oh, I, I adore my grandchildren. My children, my grandchildren, it's phenomenal. It's great. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the giving you a kiss after kicking you. There was a video that went viral on Instagram where this mom's dropping her kid off or picking her up from school, and the little girl, like, calls her mom a bitch. Oh, and the well. Like, the mom's like, excuse me? And she's like, I, I love you. I love you. I said I love you. I love you. <laughs> just immediately flips the switch. Like, oh, took this one step too far. I thought you were gonna go with the one where the kid gets off the bus from school and, and the mom's like, "Hey, how was your day, honey?" And mom, it was really good. But I gotta tell you, mom, lunch today that sandwich terrible, mom. Terrible. Terrible. I love terrible. That. That's awesome. Terrible. terrible. I love that. She's like, oh, That's okay. Wonderful. She goes, yeah. Step it up tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> negative Yelp reviews. Kids are brutal. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they'll oh, tell you how God, it is. Yes, you're right about that. I'm just thinking back now on some of these old cop videos that show cops. Mm -hmm. There was one, it was, a, it was a trailer park, and I think it was in Louisiana. And the show starts with a woman banging on this other trailer, trailer door. And the guy opens the door, and she looks and goes, I heard you called my daughter a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This will be a good episode. Just the just the accent alone is going to make this a really good episode. <laughs> you heard you called my daughter a bitch. Oh, my favorite show in the world is Reno 911. Oh, God, it's a great show. Uh, for just being Except cops. for Nick Swartzen. He sucks on there. Uh, well, his, <laughs> just his whole character is... He's a good man. Pretty stupid. But... His whole character is stupid. Well, Nick's kind of stupid, you know. I haven't seen Nick in a couple of months. Where the hell's he been? He's actually coming and doing a gig at Treasure Island. I was Island. just going to say, oh, is he? I feel like I heard a commercial. And I'm, I'm beyond annoyed about it for one reason in particular. Whoever his agent is picked the stupidest 
freaking picture for the promotions. Oh, really? He's got a baseball cap and sunglasses on. Doesn't doesn't surprise me. It's in billboards. As somebody that worked at a comedy club, a lot of times they just go online and find the first picture of whatever, whoever's playing. Yeah, but they don't put in that much work. I remember we used to have comedians that would come in, and I would have to pick them up from the airport. And I remember, I think it was Jessamay Peluso. We had some old picture of her, and I drove past her like three times past the airport. (laughs) She's like, why do you keep driving by me? And I was like, I have not seen you yet. Because you look nothing like the photo we have up online. Oh, there you go. So when's Nick coming? I don't know exactly. Next I couple find of months out, or something. But I, I, I don't, it's like not even a bad picture, but I'm like, you can't tell for the life of you who it is. No, that's that would be very Nick-like. I love his family. You know, you know his sister and everybody, his mom. Nope. Really nice brother, Johnny. Really good family. He's He'll, like locally kind of like almost Bill Murray type stories because yeah. you'll run into yeah. him every once in a while like out in public and you're just like, are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm just sitting here at the bar having a having a beer, watching the Vikings play. Like, my he's fav- everywhere. My favorite thing about Nick is every time I see him, he's got another guy with him. Hey, Tom, uh, I'd like you to meet my husband. Don't oh, you get married? No, and we never will. It's like, so every guy's your husband? Is that the ticket? <laughs> it's like, okay, Nick. He'll be in town Saturday, November 25th, and Sunday, November 26th. That's perfect. I'm leaving town on the 25th, the very day he's coming, I'm leaving town. Uh, I should look at tickets. I love his stand-up, but I haven't oh, actually hilarious. heard anything mm-hmm. in the last like five years or so. He's very, very funny, no question about it. I suppose we better move on. My God, this look at this. Just the conversation and the hour blows by. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were about to go to break. I know. We are. Like, I was like, you know what I mean? I do like, that all the time to people <laughs> I love doing. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, there's nothing There's nothing more frightening because now you're scrambling. Okay, we say something. What? what? I have nothing prepared. Like The sound of the silence words. on the radio. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing like silence on the radio. It's Tom Bernard from my throttle therapy friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. If you're the type that doesn't mind a little hard work or getting mud everywhere as long as you've got your right machine, this is for you. Power Lodge is Minnesota's CF Moto Superstore. Since they buy more, you save more. And Power Lodge has new deals to get you ready for your fall escape. Save thousands on CF Moto off-road and side-by-sides, 4x4 starting at an unbelievable $45.99, $4,599, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready for whatever the wilderness throws at you this year. No matter how tough the job, Power Lodge in their five locations has you covered with a three-year warranty on select units. That's three years of peace of mind. Bring home the keys and the freedom to ride with confidence. You can hear the motor humming in your minds here already, baby. It's all, it all starts at uh, the Lodge, Power Lodge, of course. Plus, for a limited time, get a free CF Moto generator when you purchase select units, powering your adventures even further. With locations in Ramsey, Sauk Rapids, Onamia, St. Cloud, and Brainerd, Power Lodge is your power sports go-to destination and is the largest CF Moto dealer in the state. Call or visit today and check my throttle therapy buddies out online at powerlodge.com. Your CF Moto escape starts at the Lodge. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years. But I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. 
value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hey, if you're thinking about getting the latest iPhone, check this out. With Boost Infinite, you get the latest iPhone every year and unlimited wireless for just $60 a month. Yeah, you get the new titanium iPhone 15 Pro that was just announced. Then again next year, you get the latest iPhone every year. Boost Infinite, infinitely better. To learn more, pick up your phone, dial pound 250 and say Boost Infinite. That's pound 250 and say Boost Infinite. Terms apply. After 30 gigabytes, service may be slow. Visit a comparable iPhone model each year with acceptable trade-in every year. Requires credit qualification and 36-month phone financing agreement. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. In business, service is everything. Cintas delivers what you need to better serve your customers. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel for almost any job imaginable, tested and inspected fire protection systems, first aid and safety supplies, on-site AED training, or mops and restroom products stocked and ready when you need them. Better work days happen together. So visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. day. 